calling all game show fans. I've gathered you here tonight to watch a different kind of game. And Ted Danson stands. I never thought I'd be standing here, but my city needed me. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, January 7th. We are coming to you amidst some big and breaking news across the country that may preempt our top picks today, coverage of which is certainly more serious and important. But listen on for those top three picks, and up first, your entertainment headlines. Peacock has announced that the revival of Punky Brewster will debut February 25th in its entirety. Soleil Moon Fry is back as the title character, now all grown up with three kids of her own. And Oscar winner Catherine Zeta-Jones has joined the cast of Fox's Prodigal Son for its second season, which kicks off next Tuesday. She'll play Claremont Psychiatrics resident MD, Dr. Vivian Capshaw, who will make her debut in the latter half of the season. Ted Danson is starring in a new NBC comedy, which we'll have more on later, but this new sitcom, Mr. Mayor, was originally written with another TV comedy veteran in mind. Who was that actor? Ricky Gervais, Matthew Perry, or Alec Baldwin? Stick around for that answer. Now it's time for today's picks. I hope you're all hungry because Fox is serving up a new season of Hell's Kitchen starting tonight. Gordon Ramsay's long-running competition series is switching things up a bit for its 19th outing. For the first time ever, the contestants will compete in the kitchen of Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen restaurant in Las Vegas. Let's hope they can stand the heat. For the first time ever, Hell's Kitchen will take place in the entertainment capital of the world, Las Vegas. What is that? It looked like a potato. You don't know how that got in there. Oh my God. Potato gate. The stakes are also higher than ever this season, as the winner will become head chef at Ramsey's own brand new Hell's Kitchen restaurant in Lake Tahoe. Of course, plenty of things aren't changing. As usual, 18 chefs will compete on two different teams, completing cooking challenges, working dinner service, be on the lookout for VIP diners like Wayne Brady and Lisa Vanderpump, and trying to avoid Ramsey's wrath. If he doesn't have a trademark on that, he should. And as usual, Ramsey's wrath is, shall we say, hard to avoid. That's one thing that will never change. Enough's enough! Get out! I feel like I just learned so much from this. Oh my god. Number two. Those chefs aren't the only ones in it to win it tonight. In fact, ABC has three new game shows debuting back to back to back. First up, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. This special eight-week event will see the iconic game show's first-ever lineup of celebrity contestants, including Leslie Jones, Chandra Wilson, and Tony Hawk. And that's just the first episode. It'll be the same wheel you know and love, with the celebs spinning to win money for charity. Hopefully, they won't have to buy too many vowels. After that wheel's done spinning, the chase is on. ABC is bringing Jeopardy's three greatest players together again for the new game show The Chase, a remake of the hit British quiz show. Contestants will face off against Ken Jennings, James Holzhauer, or Brad Rutter in a fast-paced trivia contest, attempting to stack up cash while the chaser tries to stop them. 
It's an intense battle of knowledge that may have you rooting for the villains. Well, sort of villains, as Holzhauer and Jennings told EW. You know, I think there's like some people in the international versions who do root for the chaser, but I, I think I'm like kind of in the minority of people who thinks it's cool when they deny the contestants uh, their winnings. But I think there, there will be people who are fans of Brad or James or Ken who come in and say, like, oh, I don't care what these contestants dream of doing. You know, I, I'm happy to see the chaser smack them down. Yeah, like when you watch a skateboard video, sometimes you want the person to fall. That's just human nature. <laughs> and if you like your game shows with even more skullduggery, stick around after the chase for The Hustler, a new show with twists, turns, and mind games galore. Craig Ferguson hosts as players answer trivia questions while trying to determine who among them is The Hustler. That player knows the answers to the questions and eliminates contestants throughout the game. The remaining players must correctly identify the hustler to take home their cash prize. Call it Who Wants to Be a Millionaire by way of Agatha Christie. There is a player sitting among you that has a secret. One of these contestants is an imposter. Welcome to the hustler. If they can fool them all. It is not me. That's what the hustler would say. They win it all. What insect is responsible for most deaths? The hustler knows the answer. Deception is an art. Are you the hustler? Here, it's a game. Whoever you are, hustler, you're a heartless monster. And I'm very impressed. Well done. <laughs> Well done, indeed. Well, we will reveal today's number one pick in just a few minutes, but now EW senior writer Samantha Heifel is here to answer the question, what you watching? Sam, uh, a lot of people, especially on our staff, have been talking about this show. It's one that you have mentioned watching, and it is, drumroll, please tell us. <laughs> the Wilds! <laughs> The Wilds, this new, uh, do we call it, is it a YA series? Not really. They're they're young women, but they're not all teens, are they? They, I mean, I guess technically all of the, all of the stranded women on the island are teens. I hadn't thought of it as a YA series, but I also wouldn't say that that's incorrect. It's, I mean, there's certainly... There are adults running the experiment, which is not a spoiler because it's in the trailer and first episode of this show. Right. Um, yes. But yeah, it's definitely, maybe it is kind of like a YA version of Lost. Definitely like thriller element to it. Stranded teens on an island. I feel like the teen of it all just adds more like drama, quite frankly. Lost is the easy comparison purely because you see a plane crash and you see people stranded on an island and there is a mystery element to it. So there's that. But if you go past the surface of everything I just said, it's really very different. It actually doesn't remind me much of Lost at all. Having it be Teenage Girls already just makes it a very different show. One of the things I did not realize from the trailer when I started watching was that these girls, you know, a couple of them, like there's a pair of sisters, there's a pair of friends, but overall they don't know one another. I thought it was going to be like a volleyball team that got lost or got stranded. Oh, And so okay. I found it really interesting to kind of watch the dynamics of the people who did know each other before this and then the people who go into this like and just kind of have to like establish friendships or not all the while like surviving and quite frankly i'm very impressed with like teenage girls being able to survive i don't know that i would be able to survive on an island at that age okay so talk to me about this cast what what do you love especially about the these these women at the center of this show 
Okay, well, I will say, apart from Rachel Griffiths, who plays, like, the woman who's running this experiment, I went into this without really knowing any of these actors. Like, I recognize some of the young women who, you know, like, had been maybe on, like, an episode of Grey's Anatomy or something along the way. Mm, sure. But it's, it feels like a lot of new, fresh faces. And some of them work better than others, if I'm being completely honest. But I loved it like I thought they do a really good job I think in this show of both casting the actors but also kind of like picking a cast of characters like it's a Mm. it's a really interesting blend in terms of like the types of people and it's one of those shows one of my favorite parts of it is kind of every episode you essentially meet one of the girls and you get their their backstory how they ended up on that plane um and then you're also kind of seeing them in present day, which is post-Island. So you basically have three timelines. You have before Island, on Island, and after Island. And So it is like Lost in that way, too. One other little nod, but that's all right. We'll move past that. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But it's always, you know, you've got that element of they're basically giving interviews to these, I mean, I guess the guy's like a cop, but it's all convoluted because, like I said, it's an experiment. But... These people who are talking to them about their time on the island. And so you get that flash forward element and all of a sudden you're like, oh, she looks totally different than she did on the island. What happens in the next, you know, five episodes, depending on where you are in the season? And so they're kind of individual mysteries with each of the girls. And then there's the element of like, is there a mole? Like, does one of these women know about the experiment? Are they involved? And so that makes it an incredibly easy bit. Like I watched all 10 episodes in two days because it's just one of those where like you want to know the answers and the episodes are there. So why not? Yeah, I was pretty hooked like from the get go. It just, they do a really good job of pacing out a mystery and, Mm -hmm. and quite frankly, ending on like, it is a show that I definitely am excited for. I mean, it's already been renewed and they leave it on enough of a cliffhanger to where I can't wait for season two. I love mystery and mm-hmm. adventure and drama. So uh, I'm sold. The show is The Wilds, available to stream on Amazon Prime Video. Samantha Highfill, thank you so much. Absolutely. Happy to be here. And that takes us to today's number one pick, which we'll get to right after this break. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Today in entertainment history, 50 Cent's single, Into Club, off his debut album, Get Rich or Die Tryin', was released on January 7th, 2003. It debuted at number 67 on the Billboard Hot 100, but topped the chart eight weeks later, becoming 50 Cent's first number one single. The song later earned two nominations at the 46th Grammy Awards the next year and was ranked at number 13 on Rolling Stone's Best Songs of the Decade. 
It lost both Grammys to Lose Yourself by Eminem, who produced five songs on Get Rich or Die Tryin'. And now our number one pick for today, NBC's Mr. Mayor, a comedy of political errors from two NBC all-stars, co-creator Tina Fey and star Ted Danson. The Good Place alum plays super-rich retired businessman Neil Bremer, who runs for mayor of Los Angeles on a lark to impress his teenage daughter and wins. Now Neil has to figure out how to keep the City of Angels running smoothly. No easy task for this gaff-prone political novice. Here's a preview. I ran a billion-dollar company. I know a few things. Okay, but please don't try to speak Spanish again. It's not my fault. Perro means dog and butt. Mr. Mayor also stars Holly Hunter as Neil's deputy mayor and his number one critic, Arpy. Vela Lavelle as his ambitious chief of staff, Michaela. Mike Caballon as chief strategist, Tommy. And Bobby Moynihan as interim director of communications, Jaden. But don't let those job titles fool you. This is much more of a family and workplace comedy than a political one, according to Faye. This is definitely not a show about politics. It's a show about people. It's about relationships within the workplace and also about parenting and how scared you can be of your teenager. I hate that we had to move into this gross old mayor house. Your wife makes a great point, sir. She's Sorry, it is very confusing in L.A. Mr. Mayor enters office tonight at 8 o'clock on NBC. And while we're on the topic of the show, here's the answer to today's trivia question. The comedy starring Ted Danson was originally written with another TV comedy veteran in mind. Who was that actor? Ricky Gervais, Matthew Perry, or Alec Baldwin? That would be Alec Baldwin. The show was reportedly first conceived as a 30 Rock spinoff that would follow Baldwin's Jack Donaghy as he embarks on a political career. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Akalina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.